street, every curve You can block what you heard That's the cure, wake the fuck up Wake the fuck up Wake the fuck up Wake the fuck up Everybody wake the fuck up From the city to the curves Every street, every curve You can block what you heard That's the cure, wake the fuck up Wake the fuck up Wake the fuck up Wake the fuck up Everybody wake the fuck up Welcome back to the show. You are now listening. You are now experiencing Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714. And with me as always, Fluent Rhythm, running around somewhere, doing whatever it is that Fluent Rhythm does. And of course, we got our beautiful co-host, Miss Valley Vicious. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the first show of 2015. Can we get a little excitement from the crowd? Just a little bit like... Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let's, let's, let's redo. Our first show of 2015. Yeah, yeah. I'll add the sound effects later. Yeah. Uh, before we introduce our guests, we got a couple things. We got to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? So, platformcollection.com is ready to go. You're going to listen to shows like mine. Uh, you're going to listen to Crappy Awesome, the Two Mix Hologram Podcast, Chamber Records. Uh, culture sessions, right? And uh, Phase Two Radio just added. Uh, check them out, download them. They're really good shows, uh, good people. Uh, the last year for the platform has been amazing. What did you say? So uh, uh, go check them out there. Also, they have pros. They have only they have a vast uh, library of videos that you guys can go check out. Everyone on the scene, everyone from Reverie to Gavlin to Rick's Rumbles, Rick Scales, everyone. Shout out to them for that. Uh, 2015. It's a brand new year for us. What can you say about the last year? You know what I'm saying? Like Last year, I mean, the past year, actually, it's been sort of a not really hit or miss. It's just been trial and error, I'd say. Not that any show was any better than the other. I think we've just grown into our own segments and how we come about it. I think it has a tone now. Before, it was just sporadic. We yeah. just kind of did it for fun. We believed in it, and here we are now. I think the quality of artists uh, has only advanced. It's only gotten better. And uh, I, I don't mean that the art, the guests have been good, because the guests were always good. There's always someone that I always wanted to talk to, someone that's very skilled and someone that loves what they do, which was the whole goal, is to portray hip-hop in the positive light and in a more mature way for a new maturing hip-hop. Because hip-hop is not 10 years old. It's like 30-some years old now. So now the, the heads, crazy. it's crazy to even say that, but the heads that listen to it now are 20 8, 29, they're 30, 32, 35. So hip-hop being presented to them through Little Boozy or uh, so, you know, it, it, that's not what they're interested in. That's not the hip-hop that they miss. They, they're, talk, they're like, where's Rakim? Where's Nas? Where's KRS? Where's this? So when we present hip-hop to them in a more mature light, then it keeps them involved in hip-hop instead of having to kind of abandon the dream because it's a young man's game or something. So that's what the whole... Um, goal of the show was to say hey hip-hop wake up to the wake the flock up to the fact that we're we're more than drugs and drinking and shooting bitches and hoes and clapping and thoughts <laughs> we're more <laughs> than a big part of it though <laughs> is it kind of it's become that yeah and that's really what the fact is that we're people we're humans we're moms and dads and husbands and teachers and uh students and you know we go to we have nine to fives like we're more than that there's true artists involved in the game and this is what the show is here to 
Amplify. Amplify. Yeah, exactly. So um, we've gone through a couple changes. Um, everything from having a new co-host to yeah. a, a new location uh, here at Beautiful Distorted Truth in Anaheim, Calif- in uh, Orange, California, um, which um, to me was really like the next step. So being in the studio was cool. It was dope. Unfortunately, the way that the studios were being handled kind of left us on our ass. And the fact that the story of truth opened up and said, you know what, we see the potential, we want to be a part of this. And these are from people that are involved in like Sulu Nation. Like this is hip hop saying, no, 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 no. Shout Don't. out to Demons and Dips. I'm sorry, Demons and Dips. Big shout out to them for that. Um, dude, it really means a lot to us that you guys have us here. Um, we're developing this new relationship and every day, every show it gets a little stronger. And now we're doing things outside the show as friends that really um, kind of describe what where the show's really going, you know what I'm saying? So it's really important for us to be able to contribute to hip-hop our way, not the way that it's been done before. No, no, no. The whole point of of having a show where you can do and say whatever you want is doing whatever you want with it. Like, I would hate to have a a structured time limit or you can't cuss, you can't play this record. Like, that's not hip-hop. Hip-hop doesn't... It doesn't filter itself. It's like more like here's it is in it's, it's raw. Ar- it's raw in its artistic way. My artistic vision for this song is this. The minute you go, oh no, you need to talk about this and you need to add that and don't mention this and don't say that, then that artistic value it's gone. There's no value to the song. It might as well be fucking anything else, you know. So I'm really proud of that. The next thing that I wanted to bring up was the YouTube. So the YouTube is, is just got started, and luckily we we hooked up with Gremlin, who's been a really good friend of mine for a couple of years now. And we gave them our first Wake the Flock Up exclusive, is what we're calling it. Dope. It was dope, too. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, shot by C-Ray and uh, produced by Platform. Uh, C-Ray and I directed it. Uh, I wrote it. And uh, it's all focusing on Grimland 2, Grimland's sophomore album. People were like, well, are you doing visuals now? Is that what the show's leaning to now? And I'm like, no. But we want artists to know that you're able to come with us and you don't just get an interview. Because that's not what's been happening regardless. They don't just get interviews. They get free promo. They get all your links on our site. They get all your promotional stuff on our site. We offer you guys free graphics. Come co-host. Come kick it. Come in. You guys are involved in the show as much as you want to be. Gremlin took a full advantage of that and said, hey, Concept, I trust your vision. You're the only other person. You're the only person that I can think of can even get this done for me. Get it done. Let's do this. He trusts me, and I followed him around for a day with a camera. C-Ray came down, and he edited and worked it, blah, blah, blah. And it's a beautiful fucking interview that we did for him. It's really, I'm really proud of it, you know? And on top of that, this kid already has a following. So what it does is intertwines the best of both worlds. It takes our people, and it shines, sheds light on him, and he gets his people, and it sheds light on our hustle. And if I, um, if I may say that, is that here's Gremlin, who doesn't need our help, that trust us enough with his new album, right? To go concept, go nuts, bro. Because I have full and complete faith in you. And the minute he saw it, he, he was like, dude, he knocked it out the park. You guys killed it. This is, this is more than I could ever. This is someone who, who has thousands of followers. Have, people buy his album. People do this. Um, and he's, he's giving us props for what we did that. So the reason that we did it is to show artists we're more than just an interview show. We care about your art. We care it's about artist appreciation. You know, we care that the fact that this person is representing hip hop in the correct way. So we did that for him back. Right. You know, and there it was. Outside of that, uh, there's a lot of controversy that we're gonna get into in a little bit. We gotta talk. But this interview is long overdue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> we talk, me and Doobie have been talking about this forever already. But yeah. you know what? I'm glad that it didn't take place until now. Right. Because we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With me here is Doobie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Chilling, chilling, man. Glad to be my here. My Benjamins are hurting my, my, my pocket. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's too fat. It's too Catching fat, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's too, I'm leaning like this and shit because I got hundreds. <laughs> uh, so, Doobie. Yeah. How was your, your ride over here? Oh, it was cool. It's not too far. San Diego. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's fucking far. Yeah, it's not too far, man. <laughs> I got the I got my driver with me here. Okay, so who, who you got? Who you got with us? This is Tektron, man. The the illest videos on the planet. Uh oh! Shout out to that kid. Uh oh! Seek just gave him a dirty look right now. Like what, bro? You don't try. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, he, he's he's the the manager slash label runner slash video dude. Do anything for the label, so it's good to have him with me. So Doobie is an MC. Right. And you're from San Diego. San Diego. Born and raised? Born and raised. Okay. Uh, how do you like San Diego so far? I love it, man. I mean, the, mu- the music scene isn't where it could be, but I love it out there. Uh-huh. Uh, Why not centralize yourself more to like a, like a known you know, uh, scene like L.A. Or, or something like that? You know? I don't know. It's home, man. It's close mm-hmm. enough to get to L.A. if I need to. That's where my mama lives kind of deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, my, my mom lives in uh, Lake Elsinore. Okay. But, yeah, I grew up there. It's just home, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say there's like a, like, SC State, they're kind of known for getting down. So, I mean, to have that kind of crowd at your dispense, if you if you know how to get right, you might get these people on your music. And, you know, like, yeah, staying yeah. there might not be a bad thing because yeah, there's just yeah. all these college kids that just, you know. Yeah. If you get in that scene, I mean, you're going to be doing shows. You got shows all the time. The, uh, the college scene is good down there. Have you heard of J-Rolls, the producer? He's actually Fluent Rhythms, homie. He's really good. He's from SD. Or he's from Oceanside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nah, but he's from Oceanside. My uh, uh, tech over there. Okay. He's from Oceanside, so he probably knows him. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm like more towards the downtown area in SD. Okay. Doobie is one of these cats who's... Uh, Really, uh, it's really imp- like uh, there's people that I can't uh, I can't talk to because I can't impress them, and and Doobie is one of these cats who I just can't impress, so I get pissed uh. off whenever I have a conversation with them because I'll be like, oh, it'll, for some reason it'll be like uh, Ill Bill will come up or or like Vinny Pass or something like that. We'll talk about a song. He's like, oh yeah, me and Vinny, that that's the homie, bro. Yeah, like yeah. I know that dude, like, or he's my cousin, or, or oh yeah, me and him Bill have two tracks together. And last time we did a track, it was like I'm like, dog, yeah, fuck, when, bro. Like when you're brown, you're everybody's cousin, though, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, um, before we get too hard off ahead of ourselves, um, yeah. How does this happen, Doobie? How do, uh, where, where do we get started? When did it happen? When when did it become obvious that this was your lane? Oh man, I would say like junior high school. Yeah, yeah, like. Listen to rap music. I was like, man, that's something I could do. Mm-hmm. You know, started writing poetry, and then it kind of turned into rhymes. Like, you know, you hear a lot of artists say that. Yeah. I didn't know I was writing poetry. I thought I was just writing stories that rhyme. But when I heard hip hop, I was like, yeah, I could put this to a beat. That's what I want to do. Uh-huh. So, can you remember that song that made you say, "Oh, this is it"? I was listening to. It was an old school song, man. My my uncle brought over. Um, my uncle Jack, man, he he's like a He's like the drunk uncle, you know what I mean? Like okay, he's like go. the coolest, the coolest uncle, but he's always drunk and he has to do everything the old school way. Yeah. So like uh he brings over this record player and he puts on Paul Revere. Yeah. 
uh, Beastie Boys. Oh. Old school joint. He's like, this is hip hop, mijo. You got to bump this, you know. Okay, well, where did Uncle get his hip hop from? He's a rockhead, so like, I think he just kind of. But he was like, there for like the Beastie Boys, Run DMC. Run DMC, Beastie Boys, yeah, that was okay. him. So like, uh, I don't know, I think he was into rock and then he kind of heard, you know, the Beastie Boys had that uh, Rick Rubin yeah, production, yeah. so it was kind of on the rock tip too. Uh-huh. So. It, it, it's, it's a perfect example of like Run DMC doing the song with Aerosmith. Like yeah. how how these two genres were just like the genres to listen to, right? And they put their egos aside and did something that's historic, right? You know what I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and it's something that doesn't happen anymore, right? Because like, you well, can't really be the first anymore. I've seen Nelly do a song with like Toby Keith, yeah, yeah. and the shit was you, yeah, <laughs> it was dude, pretty yeah. Good, actually, <laughs> they, no, they hit a well, it. <laughs> you know oh what? Yeah, it was. <laughs> that shit was it, garbage. It got well, it got tra- fraction. Hold on. Friction. Friction. Yeah. Or go. traction. 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 There you God go. damn it. There you, go. you don't help concept. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> okay. So Doobie hears. I heard that and I was like, uh-huh. man, because it was like a story rap. Yeah. So I was like, man, this is dope. Like they put a story to rhyme and then it had a little rock twist to it. And uh-huh. I was like, man, this is dope. I got to try to do something like that. Yeah. So. Are you more of a storytelling rapper, like a concept or like you more like of a going off wordplay? Like creative uh, ideas sort of thing. I think I'm like a storyteller. I'm like a, I don't know, my rhymes, are, they're, they're like, yeah, more story, I would say. Okay. Uh, Doobie is very impressive uh, when, uh, on, his, uh, on his songs. It, 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 and you have the voice. Because, yeah. you, you, uh, you know, you're, you're running here to be talking, but it's 10 times when it's like, uh, when he's rapping, like his uh, radio voice comes out. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and and I, really, I really dig it. And the, the one thing that I really like about uh, is your performances. So, like, your performances are always, you seem so just naturally, like, oh, th- I got this. Like, there's no, like, oh, okay. It's yeah. like, dude, and then, and then you even have, like, movements you've planned out already, like, yeah. boom. Yeah, and then like, yeah, you move yeah. it to the right, and then you drop your shoulder, like, you yeah. on the beat, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Nah, you just got to feel it, man. So that's what I do. I just feel it. Uh, but we all get a little nervous before shows. I mean, I think if you say you don't, yeah. it's kind of crazy. You yeah. know what I, mean? I so. honestly don't. The, well, the, what they excited. say, the minute you, yeah. get, you, you stop getting nervous, you should, you should start worrying because what's, what's happened? Like, you know, this is, right. you know, like, this is what you left to do and you're about to let people judge you on it. Why aren't you caring that people are going to say something? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta have that. I mean, I think that's what brings out, like, the raw. And I think this is the difference. So I get super nervous right before I'm about to go on. The minute I grab the mic, it's all gone. Yeah. It's all disappeared. There's nothing there. It's just me and the crowd, and I can rock it, and I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah. And then when I get back off, then the adrenaline from being on, like, oh, yeah, yeah. shit, dude. Like, oh, I'm pumped now. I'm excited, you know? I got, I, got the, I got it the whole time, man. Like, I used to not. When I used to drink a lot, I'd be on stage. I didn't, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. You know, but... I've now, had those days. Yeah. Those were embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, now that now that I've been drinking a while, I'm on stage and I'm looking at the crowd, looking in their eyes, and I see their reactions. And you know you get those hip hop crowds like if they bob their head, they're feeling it. Yeah. But you're like, man, get into it, homie. You know what I mean? So one thing that I that I get really upset about, like, cause um I've got in the the I've got in the, the opportunity to host a couple things, right? Yeah. So when I'm not an artist, uh, I can notice things because I go up. Th- in intermission kind of areas. Yeah. We did the tour with Kali. Right. Remember? Yeah. And his last show in Gardena, right? And it's, it was it was packed. It was people in there. They were funny. Yeah. But there was some people that were they had this like shit plate underneath their nose yeah, and face. Yeah. You know, like, 
Like, I'm not, I'm not going to bop my head, bro. Like, I'm just not. Yeah, it's like, why'd you come out? Yeah. And then you catch them going. They're doing the head nod, like, a little bit. But, yeah. like, they, they catch themselves. Like, oh, fuck that. Like, he's not, he's not that dope. He's not right, as dope right. as me to make me bop my head. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. dog, why would you do this? Why are you doing? What the fuck? I wanted to scream it. I'm so yeah, bad. Like, like, just have fun. Homie. Like, why cool. are you pretending you don't like this song, dog? You know it's dope, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that really gets to me. How are you? How do you react to crowds like that? What's your response? I, I take the uh, I take the immortal technique approach. Like I like to get in there. I, I was doing this show at the airliner, and I saw this cat. He turned around to talk to his friends. Yeah. So I like reached over and grabbed the top of his head and turned him around. And I grabbed, he had a record in his hand. I grabbed the record out of his hand and I started rapping to his face mm. and making him face me because, you know, that's some disrespectful shit. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I gave him the record back after the show, but that kind of grabs a crowd. You got to, you just, I figure, I figure if you look in someone's eyes, they have no choice. It's like that awkward moment. Like, yeah. They have to get into it or else it's that, you know, they stay. Otherwise, awkward. they look like a huge asshole to the rest yeah, of the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. But a lot of those dudes that is out there with the shit face, at the end of the show, they come up to you and they're like, oh, your lyrics were dope. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, I was feeling that. But they still got to look around and make sure no, one's, no one sees them. What, give you those what is props. that? I don't know, man. What the fuck is happening it's right now? It's a hip-hop thing, man. Yeah. I just learned to like take the crowd for what they are. And honestly, whether you're rocking a crowd of five people or 500, you got to treat each show the same. Like, I don't actually go off the crowd's response to, to give my best. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just do me. And I look in the crowd and they're like already feeling. They're looking at me. I kind of have a bad habit of not looking in the crowd, in the yeah. eyes. That's bad. That's, that's hard. Like, that's not okay. That's hard to like, do. Like I just though. look at that invisible line in the back. It is hard to do. Um, okay, because like Valley's, and I'm sure she'll admit it. Her lyrics aren't like the like the storytelling deep in trance. They're not like Miss Shar, like gonna like leave you like, oh my god, I want to change the world. But there's something I want to listen to when I'm working out or something. Like, <laughs> like the, the turn up. Like the turn, turn up. It, it, she's admittedly the turn up. Yeah, yeah. yeah this this vicious vision is all trapped. So I'm um, I'm big on work. But the reason that That's I fuck up. with Val. The reason that I have Valley on the show, the reason that I, I, I want to work with Valley and we're working that closely is because despite of all that, she has a love for what she does. Right. And Valley lives right. Valley Vicious. Like right. Valley Vicious is Valley Vicious all day. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast, it's Valley eating, you know, she's turning up while she's cooking eggs. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So true. See? <laughs> she got her vodka in her cereal bowl. So it's real. Yeah. It's not fake. It dude, I don't care if you love rockabilly. As long as you're a real rockabilly. Yeah. As long as yeah. you love it, you represent it, right. and you do it in a correct way. Because Valley doesn't go up to dress all skanky and hoochie and be like, oh, hey, watch me. I can't really rap. I look, I look good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not saying that you don't look good, but you don't emphasize that to the crowd. It's right. more like, look at my music. I hate girl artists like that, man. Because that's what they'll do, right? It's yeah. either It's one or two things. It's either... I can't really rap, but I look good. So look at this. You know what? And not to talk shit on her. <laughs> Chanel West Coast is an example of yeah. that rapper. She's really cute. And yeah. like, you know, she doesn't really have the best lyrics, but she does her thing. And I think that she goes off of that. Like, Snow the product has it all. Is she, like, she doesn't sell sex, though. But yeah. She That's the thing. Like, you know, she doesn't have to. Like, you look at a video and you're like, oh, she's really pretty. But yeah. she's not in a skimpy. Sh- no, but. Yeah, she she hasn't changed. We We used to do shows. She's. See, this is what I'm talking about. She started see, in Dago. See, this is what I'm talking about. Oh, but it's not the problem. Oh, yeah. So me and Snow, right? Like, that's, you know. No, no. Like, fuck, bro. Like. No, because she's from, she's from Dago. <laughs> okay, you know? okay, yeah. So uh, she started doing all her shows out there. I used to sneak her in. Yeah. I'd be promoting the club, and she was too young to get on stage. Uh-huh. So, like, I would sneak her in the back door, and she'd jump on stage, rock out, 
But you knew from the time she she hit she knew the, she was gonna be someone. The very first time she hit the stage, she was like, "Oh, she's dope. She's yeah. about to do something." Yeah. But um, yeah, she she still dresses exactly the same, and she has that same swag. She hasn't changed, man. That's just her. Yeah. So I think those are the best artists when you're just you. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So it's either that. It's either that. Like, hey, look at me. I'm really little, but I can't really rap. So, but I, I look yeah. good. Or it's the complete opposite, which is. Hey, like fuck! I'm so raw and rugged. Like I'm, just, it's like, yeah, like yeah. girl, you're like four feet tall. Like, yeah. Oh fuck, dude! I'm the distance. It's like yeah, it, yeah. they lose their femininity. Yeah. Right. Uh, or they'll overuse their femininity yeah. to get the crowd. So when you find someone that's in the mid balance, right? Like Lauren Hill was. Look, you do Lauren Hill, yeah. or even locally when you see like Reverie, right? Oh yeah, yeah. When it's like, yes, I'm pretty. But that's not the point. That's not what I'm here to give you. Right. It's that's just an added extra bonus that she's not horrible to look at. You're just like, oh fuck yeah. Yeah. And then and then she gives it to you. Like right. drop something like palm trees, where it's just like da 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 da. And it's it's amazing to see it. Right. And you appreciate it that much more because right. you know, oh, she could be using her ass, but yeah. she's not. She's giving it to you. You appreciate it more. She could you know be right? uh, Iggy Azalea in it up. <laughs> Dude, it's so sad. Best hip hop album of the year. That's crazy. You listen to that, Ziggy. Damn it. This is what it's come down to. This is your yeah. sources now. This is your double XLs. This is your. What happened to Worldstar? What the fuck happened to Worldstar? Yeah. This I is. This is what it is. Yeah. This is what they forgot. I it's a fuck. I get pissed off. They have hip hop in their name. Yeah, it's pop. There's no, there's no hip hop in World Star. YouTube. They just captured Q's take on it was he wanted to capture the culture, so he's gonna leave the fights up. Even though, like that's how's that part of the culture? I don't know violence. How how is two kids in high school part of hip hop culture? Where's the hip hop in that? Yeah. Same thing with uh, Power of Six. We're hip hop players, really. Hip hop ain't lived here in fucking twenty years, bro. (laughs) Yeah. I gotta go to KD. Yeah. And even KD's starting to play some bullshit. KD is the only resource we really have to the old school hip hop, right? right? Yeah. Like, dude, I'll listen to KD. I'm like, fucking like, oh, dude, I remember this track. I don't even listen to the radio, man. You don't? Nah. Okay. I just plug my phone in. I'm good. Okay, so we go in Doobie's car. Who are we listening to right now? Doobie. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to your own shit. That's all I listen to, I man. do too. You got to, though, because you got to, <laughs> like, this dude over here, Tektron, man, mm-hmm. he is the most critical motherfucker <laughs> You will ever show your music yeah, to. Yeah. So like, I'll record my stuff at the pad. Yeah. We were talking about this the other night. I record yeah. my stuff at the pad and I send it to him and then he'll critique it yeah. and send it back to me. Right. And then, so when I'm in the car, I'm like bumping it like, and whenever, like today on the way up here, he was like, yo, the beginning of that one joint, you got to redo that. Mm. And, I'm, and I was like, right when I got in the car and I, I knew exactly what he was going to say. I was like, dude. I already heard that. Homie. Yeah, I know you. I know you're gonna say redo that part of that song. You know? There are songs that I'll, I'll record and then I'll listen to them and be like, "Fuck, I should have said yeah. this, or I should have done this." I should have, yeah. you know. Uh, and, and it's good to listen to your own stuff. Yeah, but it, if I if I do listen to other music, it's like, um, of course, Lakota, mm-hmm. Vinny Pass. I don't care what nobody says. Cannabis. Disclosure in the beginning. Yeah, because yeah, so it, it's like ever since that one little uh, battle, man. Dude, it's like, <laughs> But if you listen to his rhymes in the in like his first verse of that battle, kills he kills it. He kills it. I'm yeah. like, dude, I was like, first I'm a huge cannabis fan, yeah. right? and then I'm a huge disaster fan, and I'm like, oh, they're gonna battle, like, oh, this is good. I rush home from work. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. this is gonna be amazing. Cannabis comes his first. You know what I said, dog? I'm proud. I'm yeah. so proud of you, bro. You came, 
You killed it your first verse. I'm yeah. like, all right, disaster spit. You're like, okay. Yeah. All right, cannabis come with the second verse. And then he starts fa- falling at the end, kind of like, uh, and it's pausing yeah. really long. You're like, no. Yeah. Do it, bro. Oh, oh, fuck! They came to hear me rap. Fuck. That, and then the notebook comes out. You're yeah. just like, no. What are you doing? He brought a notebook out. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> that's a, that's the thing about a regular. That's the thing about an MC getting into a battle. Yeah. With the battle rapper. Yeah. And they're we got like the old Macintosh memory card, you know, in our brain as yeah. a regular rapper. You know what yeah, I mean? But yeah. these battle rappers, they're like Intel. Yeah. Processors, baby. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> they they remember everything, dude. So it's So it's a perfect example of two worlds mixing, right? Yeah. And the one that's the least experienced in the battle is gonna lose it, obviously. Right. Disaster is what he does. Right. Cannabis has written some of the most amazing songs in hip hop. Right. Disaster can't write a song to save his life. Right. He Different chips, different type of yeah, hardware, that. software in their minds. They're not built the same. Right. Have a reverse. Okay, put disaster in the studio with cannabis. Guarantee yeah. you the same shit will happen. Right. They happen to cannabis because right. you just now your area of expertise. Right. I can't go do trap, Valley. You Imagine me doing trap. You should. You should be versatile <laughs> where you could be like, I could do trap, I could do RB, I could Or I can do my lane the best that I can do it. Yeah. And yeah. and not look like a fool. True, but I mean, sometimes you don't get to pick that beat you that comes on and you have to cipher to off top. Oh, I mean, we're doing the five fingers or something, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But you got to know who you are. Yeah. So, and that's what's really hard for artists. Yeah. And a lot of these new artists, they they don't know who they are because they're used to people telling them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they want to fit the mold of what's, oh, what's cool right now? Oh, okay, self-provoked? Oh, I can make music like this. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but these new artists... And in this scene, I see, because I've been listening to uh, your guys' uh, podcast, so I started checking out some of the artists. Mm-hmm. You guys have a scene where it's like real creative. Mm-hmm. You know, artists are, they're happy being underground and independent and they got their niche, from what I heard from your show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you look around at the younger artists, like commercially, you can tell they're just put together. Yeah. Like someone said, you're going to wear this outfit. And then someone said, you're going to rap about this. And... Or someone told somebody else to write that for you, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, we're in a scene involved where the, uh, a lot of them are very young, a lot of yeah. like 20, yeah, 19, 21. Right. They're barely finding out who they are as a person. Now, imagine how be knowing who you are as an artist that's twice as hard. So, but the people that instinctively are someone right like they don't have to really try that hard to find some people are lucky and they they find themselves early and they just a grown version of themselves i like to think that that's me like i've never really changed a lot from even even being like 11 or 12 i i do a lot of the same things i read i i I, you know uh, there's certain things that i'm a nerd i'm a huge fucking nerd people you guys don't even know yeah anything with space like anime nerd no okay no that's asian i was about to be like get yourself a new (laughs) class no uh anything with anything in space any space documentaries any space oh you know how now the graphics are amazing so it's like we're gonna travel from the earth to mars and then then they travel to tell you the light fucking fascinated ancient aliens Fucking yeah, fascinated that. by that shit. Like that kind of stuff really intrigues me because in my head it's just opening these little this rabbit hole and I'm just like traveling down like yeah. if aliens are real and uh, that kind of shit, right? Uh, that's that's what and that uh, that I've had since my favorite channels as a kid was the History and Discovery Channel. Yeah, but that's what gives you stuff to write about. You have one of them crazy imaginations. You see something, then you go into it. You know, you know why? Because it leaves it open ended, so yeah. it allows you to think further into it instead of me giving you two plus two is four. 
That's it. There's no other answer to this. Yeah. When they're going, they don't, we don't know what this number is. So the answer could be fucking anything. Yeah. So your brain is now traveling with them, you know? Yeah. That's the kind of thing. And that's why my lyrics and my music are what they are. They're very open-ended. They're, right. they're rarely specific to a subject, except for a couple of tracks where they're like, okay, it's a storytelling track or it's a love song. So that you know what the outcome is. Outside of that, they're really just like broad spectrum, you know, because uh, that's really people. That's life. You know, yeah. nothing's really ever five. It's always who fuck knows the answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so I like that to be reflected. But yours is very dope because like I, when I heard it, I could see a lot of people that inspire you, right? right. Or that influence you in your right. music. <laughs> yeah, inspire, yeah. I, I get inspired easy, man, by uh, dope MCs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not afraid to say it. Yeah. I hear Vinny Paz join, I'm like, how the hell did he think of that? Or I hear a cannabis joint, and I'm like, man, I should have I thought of that. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. You know, yeah. stuff I think about, you yeah. know? Or like uh, Big Left, like, he, uh, it's just his, like, whole, like, when he raps, it's just him, dude. Like, artists that can do that inspire me. Yeah. You know, just, like, be their self times 10 on the mic. You know yeah. what I mean? So so when you're putting it in, what's, what's the writing process for Doobie? I get, uh, well, first of all, I only like to work with one producer on each each project. Mm. So I, I like to talk to the producer and say, yo, well, this is what we're going to come up with. Let's work towards this. And then they start sending me beats that, to them, to them equal that. So, like, I'll say, I want to do this album, and I want to title it this, and I'll talk to the producer, and then we'll build around that. So, mm-hmm. and, and it's with, it starts with the beat. I, I'm not one of them dudes that can just write an acapella joint mm-hmm. and then put it to a beat. I can't do that. So, man. you start with the beat. Right. Okay. Mm-mm. And how carefully are the beats chosen? Like, is it already envisioned what I'm going to write to this beat, or is the beat you're speaking to it? I like to, I listen to the beat and then I let it tell me. Like, I don't go in and say, yo, give me a beat like this so I could write. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I say, this album 